the Black Mind Games Podcast, episode whatever the fuck it's called, to 333. Um, I'll return. Yeah, Ellen returns. Um, I have, I'm, I'm not, I might not be here next week again, but that might be from something entirely unrelated to. Yeah. Um, 333, it's 343. Yeah. I was going to say, like, yeah. it's not 343, whatever the fuck number it is. Uh, We're up joining me this week count, is Alan. Yeah. Who cares? I don't care. Does Josh care? Nobody cares anymore about the show. Meh. Meh. It's fine. We st- we talk about video games sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we talk about b- politics stuff, and I fall asleep, and I wake yeah. up, and I wake up with a post-it note on my forehead. We 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 didn't talk about Will Smith because we're intelligent. That man's losing his fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. Have like, you seen some of the videos coming out of like Jaden fucking harassing him in his own home? Yeah. I'm not God, surprised. that woman is a goddamn psychopath. She literally does not love him. She even came out and said that she didn't even want to get Did married. You, wait, are we talking about are we talking about Will Smith? And what happened today? Wait, what happened today? Oh, uh, sorry, yesterday. Sorry, what uh, happened yesterday? Oh, where he got like fucking banned from the Oscars? No, 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 not just that. No, that that was deserved, though. Of course, that's deserved. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. No, uh, apparently she live streamed him and humiliated him on um, Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a thing. Like, holy Christ! Um, what? So at this at this point, I'm straight up like, no, no, she, he should leave her. He, he should. should. He really he should. should. Wait, was that that video about her talking about her their therapist or whatever? Maybe. Maybe. She is a horrible. Like person. she was like, uh, look up. We're watching somebody something something on the red table because she's been helping us in her life or whatever. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna hang on. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Yeah, because um, she's a terrible person. Yeah, there was another video that I saw recently. I was just talking oh. about how she didn't want to get married, but yeah, well wanted that to. I saw it. I was like, yeah. Um, the humili- uh thing. The thing that I saw was on um, Lotus Eaters where they break down some of the videos that come up, and I think one is from yesterday, and it's just like, wow. oh my god, she's such an abusive woman. Like. Like everybody was like, "Oh, Johnny Depp is such a bad person," and then it turns out what's going on with Johnny Amber Depp. Amber Heard was, like, oh. was worse. Mm-hmm. Amber Heard was abusing him. Yeah. So he yeah. was like lashing out, and like, so that explains his behavior. Like he's like, "No, I." It's a cry for help, and I think this is what's going on with Will Smith. Like, I, I've like. I actually, like, when I first saw it happen, I was like, okay, there's something more going on here. And then I started finding out stuff more about Will Smith, and I was like, holy shit, why hasn't he left this woman? <laughs> yeah. There's some people in this world who should not, like, be. I, I, I don't even want to fucking. Yeah, no, 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 no. I feel, I feel awful. Like, it explains what the, a lot of things about, like. Because imagine happened. the precedent this sets for, like, Willow. Willow and Jaden. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mind you, I think Jaden's already lost costs, but that's beside. Oh, he's been lost Jayden... costs since forever. Yeah. He no. He had he had potential because we saw his potential in. Um. We saw his potential in like three movies. No, in, in one movie because the other two weren't really that good. Oh, Karate, Karate Kid. Was in, um, Karate Kid. Yeah, the, with Jackie Chan. We saw how good of an actor he could be. Because he was fucking phenomenal in that movie, actually. But, again, he was also young, so, like, of course, he's a child actor, so he's not going to be fucking 
perfect or great, but he like potential was there. And then there was um, the one where he they have to learn how to be like, uh, where he's in a movie with Will Smith, with him and his dad, and they get shot down on Earth, and it's a dangerous, threatening planet, so he has to survive. And his dad's guiding him through it and stuff like that. And he was just fucking. That movie was fucking boring even though the premise is that was a gary Whitmer movie uh, i remember G- hearing gary about Whitmer, movie, but i yeah. never saw it i i've watched some of it it really isn't all that interesting. It's like oh earth is the most dangerous planet in the universe now even though we've transcended i'm like that doesn't track <laughs> that doesn't track any kind of like uh like political like any kind of like like a historical idea that we understand about what the thing is like planets and stuff like that the way like jane talks and like his facial expressions. It looks like he's high twenty four seven now. I'm wondering. Yeah. If, yeah. Oh no, he absolutely is. I'm wondering he's if probably that's baked. what it is. I wonder if he's just yeah. baked out of his mind now, and that's why he went downhill. And Will Smith just is like, I should be hands off in my child raising because probably because Jada is. I don't think it's that. I think Will Smith wants to be involved in this kid's life, but because of Jada, I think he just doesn't get the. I, I just don't you, think you, he's got you, a you mean, choice. You mean matter. not Jada. Um, yeah, Jada. Actually, sorry. The mom. Yeah, yeah. Jada. Jada. I don't know. I think I. I think that. <laughs> I. I'm surprised he's still with her. Everybody is. I would have. I, I would have jumped her ass so fast. Yeah. I would have yeeted her as soon as she was like, "We're going to do my show," and then immediately, like, it comes out that she cheated on you, and then she uses soft language in order mm. to describe how she cheated on you. And I would have she just been, been like, yeah, so... okay. Um, no, you're you, you, going you, you, no, to. You can, actually, you can actually do a really, really funny thing that you could do with uh, uh, Jada Smith's career. Mm-hmm. You can track it. Oh, she yeah? has been relevant since like 2004. Uh, that's been a while. Yeah. At minimum 2004, by the way. So at least 18, uh, at least 18 years. I wonder. Um, I wonder if. Every time. Every, every time she's come up since, it's been Will Smith related to Will Smith. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if, um, like, I feel like uh, there's probably signs for that, like earlier, because um, mm. I feel like she seems to be like pretty into the uh, the like the poly thing. I'm doing air quotes, and I feel like if she ever suggested that, that should have been like the immediate red flag for for Will. Like, I feel oh, like it's always been. Yeah. Good. That, no, I agree with you. Like, like, I, I know the track record of a large number of things related to um, such a practice and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they are never healthy. Yeah. And I, I mean that in, like, the, like, strongest and stingent manner way possible. Yeah. And, I, like, I, the, I, there's I actually, like, a case. A... There's a case in Florida where a woman was dating, like, I think four or five men. Jesus Christ! And one of the men, one of the men, sexually assaulted her kid, who Ooh. was like, I think at most ten. Ooh, bruh. Yeah, um, and like again, this is the reason why we don't have allow polygamy in most of the Western world because it's yeah. not. Uh, it doesn't actually lead to good things. Mm. Like, I don't care. Like, for me, I don't care if, like, there, there's a difference for me between 
polyamory and just being having an open marriage. Because having an open marriage means that you and your partner both know what you're doing. It, like a good example, one of my favorite authors from sci-fi is Robert A. He- uh, Robert A. Heinlein, who apparently, oh boy, his private love life was very, very, uh, very active and very um, liberal with him and his wife. That sounds about right. Um, and like. Again, if, if you're both consenting, you both understand what you're getting into. Hell, like, I know somebody who has an open marriage, and they're like, yeah, no, if I'm going to go out and bang a woman, my wife has to know, and she has to meet the woman first, and she has to approve, just like how I have to approve of the man she's going to bang, or the woman she's going to bang, or, and vice versa, because they're both bi and stuff like that. And it's well, just like, that, that's how, that's the relationship they have. Like, they, they both have to approve of each other of what they're doing. That sounds like... Just too many steps for a problem that can be easily oh, fixed oh, by just not easy, being together easy. anymore. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, easily. But like for them, they're so happy. They're like, no, this is just a normal course of our relationship. This is what we've always wanted. Mm. No, it's it's not that. It's oh, how do I put this without like they they met each other through um. This terrible. isn't. This isn't um, not the conversation we have. <laughs> this no, isn't I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to find the word. Um, it is anything inappropriate. Like they they met through uh, the best way I can put it. They met through friends. Oh, um, oh other terrible people. Um, Okay. No! Oh my Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! No, like they they got introduced to each other by friends, but they didn't really hit it off into dating until they, they were like until they'd known each other for a couple years. And by that time, they had gone through a couple relationships, and they very much enjoyed each other. And then they then they just said like, "Well, what if we have another person in the bedroom with us when we have sex one time?" And it just became a thing. Like if for them, it's part of their sex life. It they, they legit say no if th- there is no romance here. It's just us going out and banging, and we always make sure our partner knows or is involved in some way. So it's very much an open relationship, but still responsible. I don't think I like I, I for me, it's just more of a, well, just have your own sex at home. Have a healthy, loving relationship, but whatever. Um, I'm not going to judge because I the last girl I got with turned out to be a psychopath. You should stop so. dating those. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Josh, for stating the obvious. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Now, I mean, excuse me while I try to get giggy with a nurse who's a redhead. Nothing bad can happen with a redhead. Nothing bad. What, Nothing uh, bad. No, the nurse-redhead combo is literally like an instant no. They're the craziest <laughs> motherfuckers you'll ever meet, trust me. Will I have fun in the bedroom? Probably not. <laughs> that's like, um, that's like, blo- Probably not. that's like, uh... Red, redhead anything related to like um, first responders is a fucking hard no. Yeah, like, like paramedic fu- redheads. Red, no. Paramedic redhead, <laughs> uh, police redhead, firefighter redhead. No, no, no. Don't even touch those. Those. That's a bad time. Well, well, I go. D- well. How, how on earth is a how on earth is a redhead? Well, I mean, this is just saying like. Oh no, the guy who has the the person who's fucking green is also. Can't I don't know. 
It's like, it's just saying something, a statement about someone that's not necessarily true. Like, come on. Come on. Jeff, don't date We're the playing players. stereotypes. Because, because it's a stereotype, and stereotypes often are based in the truth. I mean... So, so what I'm hearing is, is that... That Alan at my funeral is going to sit there and make fun of me for dating a paramedic redhead. Got it. Yes. <laughs> Man, Absolutely. this is going to be fun. <laughs> Absolutely. I will make fun of you at your funeral because you dated redhead. It's like um, as long as as long as she's the cause of your death. If she's not, then whatever. It's like dating the uh, the women that have. Um, Hair salons in their basement. You don't want to do that either. <laughs> Are you kidding me, Josh? Josh, that's the perfect girl for you. Perfect girl. Perfect girl. Perfect girl. I mean, as long as it's not a sex dungeon, then I'm whatever. No, they're just usually insane and terrible with their money. Like fucking. Um, uh, I was gonna say it with my sister-in-law. She has not a nail, not a full on nail salon, but all the the equipment and she does a business out of her basement, basically doing nails. So like your sister is that woman that Ben is yep. describing. Yep, that's exactly it, because, man, they're I'm uh, suddenly I don't know. I think she's more sane than most people, although it's funny because you look at her and you go, oh, my God, she's Karen, because, yeah, she has a haircut and stuff. Well, that she has mm. short hair. Does and, she go, I will speak to your manager every five minutes? Although, the thing is, though, she's for... She has the bob. Yeah, she has... Well, she has the attitude, but she knows that, like, oh, fuck, I'm kind of Karen, and she realizes that, so whenever she's gonna do something Karen, she just goes, like, being as nice as possible. They're becoming so. self-aware. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're evolving. Yeah, I pretty think, much. I think, um... She's like, not an asshole, basically. Yeah, but you also got to remember that, like, that's family to you. So, like, of course, it's, like, it's not going to look like that to you, to, like, yeah, to an outsider yeah. that sees that. But, like, uh, some people will will uh, draw those parallels or whatever, I should say. Oh, no. Trust me. When, if we see some in our family, if we see something that's kind of fucked, we just go, "What? What's up with that?" What, what the fuck? Yeah, pretty much. We, we, well, we, Josh, we if you ever, obvious. Josh, if you ever come over and you manage to get into the garage, which I don't think you know the code. I don't. I should give you the code one day. If you ever get into the house and you come in and you see me with a redhead, um, S- you can take me. <laughs> Sucking your soul through through your penis. Jeff's gonna be the one tied down to the bed, not her. Or yeah, if you were both at the same time, I would be pressed. Nah, I was just gonna say, like, if you ever see if you ever see me with a redhead, you do have permission to take me outside and punch me. <laughs> oh boy. Why are you punching uh, my boyfriend? Relax. Relax, no. I'm a professional. <laughs> I'm a professional game developer. Hold on. <laughs> you don't have the right to say that. No, you don't. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> I'm professional. Oh, hold on. I, I'm legally allowed to do this. That one you do. <laughs> Anyways, we have to talk about Halo. 
I, yeah, I literally saw a post about Halo, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's probably time to talk about that. Yeah, Halo yeah. Uh, is a weird show. It's uh, So I've heard that the heard uh, producers haven't watched the show. Good. I mean, watched, played the game. They haven't played, played the games? games? No. I mean. they, haven't played the ga- they haven't played the games, they haven't read the books, and they haven't looked at any, any of the material to the main timeline. Like, holy jeez. I actually got told a plot point from the latest episode. Yeah, he removes. Covenant, ta- Covenant attacks a planet, kills a bunch of people. Fucking diversity hire blames the UNSC. What? 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 That was the first episode. Apparently, it happens again. Not in this one. Not in this latest episode. I'm just. I'm just like. Oh my god! Like. The, the the this episode you see the covenant come down onto a planet where they're the UNSC are clearly evil and fascists and they literally come down with an artifact that points them to a girl who literally like just witnessed her boyfriend get fucking the shit beat out of him to death and it's like it's like this doesn't make sense the covenant would have glassed the entire fucking planet regardless no, it's because they want to make because they want to make the religious guys look like the good guys and the, yeah. like the fucking. They want to. They want to. Okay, so here's the problem. This again. This is the reason why. Like, I actually really like a book by Karen Travis, even though she's a terrible author. Yeah. Um, there's a line in the, in the, one of the books called "Grass uh, Glasslands," which is a plant, uh, which is a term for a planet that got glass but has been re uh, but been recolonized after it's been glassed. Yeah. And there's a bunch of territories. In that, uh, somebody bring uh, a. A uh, out, uh, colonist kind of brings up the topic. Like, well, the UNSC's fascists. Like, well, no, you guys voted for it. Like, we literally held a fucking election. You guys voted it for it in, and we had to maintain emergency powers until the end of the Covenant War, which was 25 years. We didn't get a choice in that matter. And in that point, the the UNSC has literally just uh, is just on the verge of holding its next election. Mm-hmm. Like legit, it's just like yeah, no, we're not fascist. We're fucking a military fucking autarky because we had to be. We had to. We had to literally like fight a war. That I feel we were like losing. harder themes like this is impossible for mainstream writers right now. Oh uh, no, uh, no, 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 specifically modern writers. No, 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 no. It is specifically impossible. It is specifically impossible for anything Western. Any Western no. writer. No, I I know for a fact that that you can have good Western writers who can do the uh, discussions for it very very well. No, no. Um, any yeah, Western modern rifle. No, holy f- modern writers. I have to specifically keep emphasizing that modern writers, as in modern, as in with the last fifteen years of writing often are terrible in doing these kind of themes and discussions They're because pretty- they don't understand the the four the four main components to a story, character plot world and then theme theme is always the last you have to focus on i was gonna say that there are some pretty good japanese writers yes and that's very much the reason why i say modern because a lot of japanese writers a lot of them aren't very new a lot of them are got their start back in like the two uh, early 2000s mm. yeah so anyways i was Anyways, this show is weird because there are parts of the show. There are people who have clearly watched the played the games and read the books because they make deep fucking cuts. And then the next thing that you see is like them shitting all over that. 
like the first episode that introduced the idea that all of the Spartans have no memory of their childhood. Um, what? Yep. Isn't that like yeah. a literal like plot point for some of them? Yeah. Yeah, it's a major plot point for um, four of them. I know that for sure. Yep. Um, specifically because in the reference to those four that I'm talking about, um, they go rogue because of their memories. Yep. Um, I've only read like the first half of Reach, mm-hmm. and I've played two, four. I didn't play yeah. five. Um, the four Spartans that go rogue, three of them escape to go back to their home planets. Yeah. Find out they've been replaced by a Flash clone. One of them kills themselves. The other two get uh, picked up and just brought back to UNSC. The fourth one breaks rank after he becomes a full Spartan and goes off to become a um, rebel live leader. On a, like a, not a rebel leader. He becomes a back. He becomes a uh, leader of a backwater planet that's just kind of like, well, we're not part of the UNSC anymore. And they just kind of stayed quiet during the Covenant War. And when the UNSC found out about them, they were like, oh, well, okay and they shrugged and carried on they literally didn't care at that point mm-hmm. um this and it, even then and even then that that story was that that movie was fucking dumb but that's beside the point they do um they do stuff with this like they do stuff in this series where they introduce an idea of like an implant that mutes all of your feelings um and then they like they literally have a part where um i i gotta say um, I think it's uh they chemically castrate all of the Spartans. Yeah, that would which make sense, is not yeah. in lore. Oh, it's oh, not. I, know, I thought it was. was. No. Um, it's it, they chemically castrate the threes. They don't chemically castrate the two and fours. Yeah. Uh, um, I know the reason why they, the reason why they don't chemically castrate the 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 twos is because the uh, the twos aren't chemically altered. They're genetically altered, so they're gene- they have gene enhancements done them. Yeah. Whereas the three, they are chemically and genetically enhanced. Yeah. So they have they have minor they have uh, most most of their uh, augmentation is done through chemicals. Yeah, um, it's a safer process overall. No, but, it's not a safer process. It's not a safer process. Well, no, the the rate of death went from like forty two percent success rate to one hundred percent success rate. No, it didn't. Uh, according it was to. Still- uh, the, okay, the reason why, the reason why I know that, I know that, but the reason why it became more successful is not because it was safer. The reason why it was done was because the genetic uh, alleles for them were much more acceptable and much more common. Yeah, and they so could also a, use had, orphans, you, and there was a broader range that they could use. Yeah, that's that's the point. Like, yeah. it's it's not safer. It's just the th- the the high, the threshold required for the. Uh, for the candidates, it's lower, which increases your survival rate, which is actually a thing that happens in the military. Yeah, you have you have certain standards that you have to meet, and they are usually with an acceptable standard of success rate. So, anyways, like they've introduced that aspect, they've introduced the facts that the Spartans are chemically inhibited. They're they've introduced the fact that uh, Spartans are chemically castrated. Um, They've introduced the fact that Master Chief breaks rank in the first fucking episode. Oh fuck! They've introduced the fact that Cortana can seize control of John's memories at any single aspect. Uh, she can take control. She can take control of his body at any single point oh, in time. That's like, oh my god, that's 
That's a jo that's a joke line at the start of Halo One. Yeah. Where hmm, uh, that's that's uh it's uh pretty similar structure to the uh the um the pillar of ottoman here. Don't do any messing around. That's a that's the that's the joke of she's so intimate with you now that she under she knows what you're thinking. It's more it's thought. Oh my god. Oh. It's like they uh, watched the first 15 minutes of like a let's play. Yeah. And then made the show. Well, no, it's even worse than that. They've introduced they introduced um characters. They've gone back on things. Like the things that I like about the Halo TV show is like the props and the actual settings. And the some of the CGI is actually pretty well done. Like the Covenant look like the Covenant. But God damn, the writing is just awful. So they the have money, is, like, is yeah. what you're telling me. Yeah, they have money, but they're, 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 it's, being, it's being produced by Paramount. So what, no news, no new surprise there. Yeah, no, nothing surprising um, there. Oh, they wasted their money. Well, I, I mean, Paramount's fucking making Picard. I have my biggest issue with that entire show is literally the writing. They introduced Saren, or not Saren, Soren. Whatever his name is, yeah. I, I one of the Spartans. I know what you're talking yeah. about. He's he was able to reverse chemical castration. Interesting. No. Oh wait, go ahead. Alan? No, I'm just no. I'm saying no as an objection to that. Like no. He was able to reverse chemical castration. He was able to have a kid. Uh, he still walks around with Mjolnir armor on in an undersuit. That doesn't fit him. Um, he's the leader of a pirate gang now, and he is the best goddamn character in the show. By a fucking so mile. A so a character that shouldn't exist. Oh, no, he's in the lore. But not like that, I assume. Not like that, no. Soren no, in the lore gets shot out of a plane, and then Halsey's like, we can't find him. Ever and I think that he kills himself or something like that lines, but he goes fucking rogue and they can't find him and they're like, yeah, it's basically hopeless. Halo, Alan, Alan, Alan. <laughs> what? It's okay. It gets worse. <laughs> oh. Um. So this latest episode, they introduce the fact that the. Uh, that episode ends with us getting to see uh, human covenant ladies butts Hooray! and beautiful titties what yeah I oh, saw all right I keep all right I keep forgetting that this this show has fucking nudity in it yeah uh, because it, it's trying to be Game of Thrones without being fucking Game of Thrones being Halo oh my god I saw some weird screenshot too of some woman with like a like a plasma knife coming out of her finger yeah, 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 that's this episode. So wait, the uh what was the alien Serengeti? Like they're Ser just Sang Sang uh Sanghili. Uh, no, the the covenant, yes. Uh so uh, or do you mean a Sash I am or mm -hmm. yeah, whatever. The the dude, the dude that has the head and the body and the four and four fingers. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay, that's so that's most of the covenant. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, uh <laughs> are they the one with the split lips? Yes. Are they represented at all, or even very well? They—they're—they're they're actually, from what I've heard, that is probably the most commendable part of 
of the Halo show. Everything about, yeah. And, like, her as a character, she's working for the Covenant the entire time. And she's a conniving son of a bitch who reads a book and is like, I hate humanity. I'm going to kill us all. And awesome. she basically, her job is to basically lead the, the covenant to holy forerunner objects. Oh, that's so dumb. That is literally the fucking objective of her. Oh my god, that's so fucking dumb. I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm, I, I have nothing to defend this with. Uh, it starts my brain to even, go, like, think about, like, and I, mean, I don't it, even know Halo lore that well, and it sounds yeah. just like... Yeah, the genocidal Ugh. race that wants to kill all of humanity because we're a front to their religion and, and we're the only ones who can actually activate all of the bullshit forerunner tech because we somehow maintain the mantle of responsibility. Yeah, all of that fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have humans now fighting alongside the Covenant. Gee, wouldn't that be fucking convenient? Holy fucking shit. That that ruin um, uh, that ruins the entire plot of Halo One. That ruins the entire plot of Halo Two. That ruins the entire ending. That ruins one of the best scenes in Halo Three, where Johnson is forced to fucking activate the Halo rings. There is no fucking Sergeant Johnson in the show at all. Oh no, uh, Captain Keys is the black man. Oh, Captain sorry, not Keys Captain, is now black. Keys. I'm yeah, glad Captain Keys is black. That, that, that at that, least that. Sergeant Johnson is saved from this monstrosity. Oh yeah, no, so far, oh, so far. Remember, oh. they're renewed for a season two. Remember that. Oh, don't worry, Ben. It's going to be great. We're going to have the we're going to have Captain Keys suddenly turn white the moment he gets inducted into the flood. That's if they get they, they have the flood. character who who dies the most brutal ass fucking way ever by having his fucking memories be prodded and becoming a fucking monstrosity be black for uh, no reason. You know what's gonna happen is that he's not that he's just not going he's not gonna to. die. If yeah, they kill Miranda that way, that would be even worse. They can't kill black people and get away with it. <laughs> Not anymore. I mean, I'm not unless, I'm you're, a horror show, not unless you're a horror movie. If, That's the only place you're allowed to anymore. I, I, I'm just, True. I'm just, I just, I. Oh God, it makes me mad. Um, Which John is not the leader of Blue Team. Watch Johnson all. comes in and actually is is white instead, so they can. Oh my so god! Oh my god! You know what? I would be okay with the race swap at that point. I'd actually, be like, Nah, you have a point here. Actually, I want to see how this goes. Because <laughs> no. Johnson's character is Johnson's character in all of Halo is a sassy black man. I, I, you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna make it into. They're gonna make him into like an ethnically Chinese person. Oh, you know they they probably would make him white because Johnson's kind of like a hard ass marine the whole time. Yeah, and they don't he's want a hard ass. But there's a character a for that. Marine. There's literally characters for that. Yeah, but because he's a stereotype, and they want to avoid stereotypes, so they're gonna change it so that he's white, so they are allowed to have him as a stereotype. <clears throat> so then they have an excuse to kill him because look, he's a bad military stereotype. He's the aggressive drill sergeant marine. It's okay I for hate- him to die. And you know I'm right, and that's why it pisses you off. Yeah, it, uh, I, that's the thing that worries me. Is I, I almost guarantee you, you're right. No, what makes it even worse for me is that um, we haven't even gotten to the worst part. The worst part, worse? the most. There's worse. 
Um, so we haven't talked about Quan Ha, who is literally useless and threatens to fucking um, watches all of her friends fucking die to Covenant. Like Golos? Yeah. Um, watch them all fucking get murdered. Watch everyone she fucking gets like been with her entire fucking life just get slaughtered. Her dad gets fucking runs and gets impaled by an elite by an energy sword. Um and she is saved by Spartans and she wants to somehow now kill Master Chief. Um oh and Miranda's a fucking incompetent bitch. Oh that, hmm. yeah every single character in this fucking show except for maybe Cortana who they've somehow not fucked up yet. Don't don't hold your breath on that. <laughs> they have like gotten eerily close because every single time Cortana's like, I can just why don't I I can't I can't let him do this. And she's and Halsey's like, no, no, no. Let John remove his augmentation. Strong, independent oh. women, remember? And then she's like, she's like, but Dr. Halsey, I can just take control of John and prevent this from happening. And and she's like, no, no, no. You must let John do this. So it gets oh worse and worse and worse. People, oh, no, she is actually ruined because, oh, my God. Cortana, as we all know, was a strong female character in Halo 1, 2, and 3 because she was your voice of reason, actually. Cortana is the and, person who would sit there oh and God. say, don't do this, John. It doesn't make sense. No, it's not that she doesn't say, don't do this, John, doesn't make sense. It's, John, he, don't be a fucking moron. Here's the reasons why, because you don't actually understand what you're doing. Yeah. And then she fucking, she, she doesn't berate him either. She's just like, no, don't do this. This is the reason, the, here's your reasons why you don't do this, because it doesn't work for, uh, because it's X reason, Y reason, and E re, uh, B, uh, C reason. And then John's like, oh, okay, because John trusts her, and Cortana trusts him. It's the entire point of their dynamic of... Don't make a promise if you know you can't, no, can't, you can't, can't keep, keep it. it. John also, like, doesn't trust Cortana at all. Oh, my God. This, this show is so bad that, like, I – the minutes I watch it, I, like, watch it at work because that way then I don't want to, like, punch myself. Like it, it, oh. it actively it's 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 a solid six out of ten because of what they do with the graphics. The CGI is man, uh, the CGI is okay. Let's be honest here. Alan could probably do something better in two days. Giving but, it a six. No. Yeah, that's pretty the generous. Writing, the, I am a generous. I am a generous god. Um, but in having this conversation, I am like. I want to like say like it's a four out of ten, just because the writing is so goddamn bad. Like there are some good things about this show. The writing isn't one of them. Um, and Soren being the best character, God, I hope they make Soren into fucking uh, Sergeant Johnson. That would be fun. <laughs> No. Make him the sassy black man. No. Like, <sighs> there's very much a reason why I don't want Sergeant Johnson in this show, because I really don't want him rude. And just, it's actually one of the reasons why I'm happy he's he hasn't been seen in Halo since ODST. I mean, yeah. Um, 
I like, mean, I I still think the best show that could have the the best show that would have been available for Halo was an ODST Band of Brothers style show. Yeah. That you don't even have to fight the Covenant. You could just be fighting insurrectionists. It would have been it would have been interesting if they'd done something. Well, like the interesting part would have been like and this is just me saying this, and so like take it as a grain of salt. If Quan Ha was the main character of her show and it was talking about her journey as becoming a Spartan three. Um, like actually, the Spartan threes would have been another good fucking uh, another yeah. good show to follow. If it was Quan Ha and their first, like the first episode plays out exactly, like completely different the way it goes, but the first fifteen minutes, which are the best fifteen minutes of the show, played exactly the way that you expect up until the point that John gets the artifact, and then the next twenty. 30 40 minutes of the show is just talking about Quan Ha is on a on the pelican she's with two spartans and they're just talking about they're talking to her doing a psychological analysis and they sit there and say Quan Ha we think that you need to no. go into a program I don't think that would work I um because remember the spartans don't choose who go into the program yeah the program the, the, it was they were all pre-selected so they, they want spartans to be doing that um secondly um you wouldn't want to tie present something for Master Chief to be, like, super important to, only to just suddenly um, cut him out. Yeah. Um, so what you'd want to do is you want to set up, like, maybe do um, not a not a proper linear story, but where the first episode is the entire, like, for the, run, for the run of the episode, all it is is mostly combat. But you have cutbacks to them going through their first days of basic training, where they were, uh, like, even, like, showing them as orphans and stuff like that, how horrible conditions they were, and then finishing off with the these Spartan 3s all ending up dead. And then the next episode, you set up your main character from there, and that's how you set up. Like, this is, yeah. these are what the Spartan 3s are. This is their life. That's the first episode. It's just world building. This is the kind of combatants they are. And it, then you go forward from there. It would have been interesting if, like, yeah, but, like, what I'm saying is, like, in the confines of the show, it would have been interesting if, like, because, like, we've seen, like, George and Halo Reach. He sits there and says, this girl needs a full psychological evaluation. Yes. That is. Because she literally just witnessed her father fucking died. killed. Yeah. Yeah. There's a difference between that and then we think we need you to put you in a program. The difference is, is that George is actually assessing the situation as a medical, uh, just from a medical point of view of of like first uh first aid yeah this is the situation this is what we need to do to solve this problem it, and that's how that george is addressing the situation yeah whereas with um the way that you the way that you worded it okay, it sounded like phrased it yeah, differently it, the, what you what you need to do is say that they're evaluating her for first aid and then caring forward from there yeah that, that would have been do. that would have been the way that i would have done it is i would have done it where it's like it turns Quan ha like the entire series Begins with Quan, begins with watching all her family die, her becoming an orphan, and then Spartan psychological evaluation of her, and then seeing they're saying, okay, talking, and then the next scene is her, the Spartan talking to Miranda saying, she needs a full psychological evaluation. And then the entire series is just based on her, on her joining the Spartan 3 program, her going through basic training. Her uh, first mission, all of this kind of stuff. Really, you'd have to set her up to be very, very young, but I don't remember how young she she's is. She's like 14, first, uh, I think. Um, That's too old. 
Yeah, so like we would need her to be. She would need to be seven years old. Yeah, but like, because that's how old the, that's how old, old the Spartan threes are in, in the in the books and yeah, in the other stuff. Yeah, and then yeah, no, okay, no, that's fair. Like that, that's that's even a comment that, in one of the books where um Karen Strass is like at the end of the series, like, hey, we should all take you. It's a bunch of ODSTs thanking the the Spartan, a couple Spartan threes for being rescued, or first. Spartan threes out there rescued after rescuing them and stuff like that. It's like, hey, we should take you all out for beers. Come on, let's go. And legit, all the Spartans in the room are like, including a including a Spartan two. Is like I don't think I'm old enough to drink, and the Spartan threes are all like, "Yeah, we're only like 14 years old." Yeah, and they're, the the ODSTs are like, "Holy shit, that is something we've been I didn't fighting along child soldiers the entire fucking yeah. time." Yeah, yeah, that's the entire point of that revelation of moment. I'm just like, and I feel like it's a fucking dumb but one. Like, that that would have been, but like that would have been a better series. Well, yeah, and like even like the Band of Brothers like ODST series would have been better. But the problem is they, they, they want they want action in they this is actually something you can see with Picard with um, Boba Fett Mandalorian mm-hmm. um, we're probably gonna see it with Kenobi um, and a couple other things where God Kenobi looks has so to, okay it, it, it don't looks hold your breath so don't like, Mandalorian wasn't that bad I thought it was pretty good. Okay, I want you to, uh, but the thing is, is that the moment you actually sit down and evaluate the plot, it falls apart. It falls apart hard. Okay, um, it, it, elaborate. Although maybe we should turn to something that Josh can actually talk about. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just gonna quickly, I'm gonna quickly point this out to you. Okay. Uh, Mando is supposed to be some like high class bounty hunter, right? Okay. I mean, not necessarily. It's more of like he's doing it because he needs money. It's- or again, again, still high class because he's a Mandalorian. He is like one of the best fighters in the universe. That's the entire point of them being labeled up like that. Okay, right? okay. How is he so fucking incompetent to not see certain things going on? Like the in season one, I think it's episode four. Oh, I'm gonna save this town. Clearly, there's an uh, they. Uh, um, why aren't you taking your vessel? Why didn't you just like, oh, well, I've got I've heard that they've got a ATST. So why didn't you get them to carry you back to their vessel, take your vessel up, bring it to the village and just wait there for the ATST to show up and just blow them the fuck away? You're a bounty hunter. Your job is to just, like do the job. Episode He's actually like, four. like you, you actually like. Um, it's when he first meets um, the shock trooper girl. Yeah. I can't remember her name. Uh, got oh, Kara, whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. they did say that, didn't they? Yep. Um, <sighs> on top of that, in the, the, the he also relies so much on his armor that it's actually kind of like infuriating. Uh, no, not even infuriating. It's um, like he literally has plot armor, and it's actually frustrating because plot armor should be something that like you can like you'll catch sometimes like oh that's a bit of plot armor. But when plot armor is the only reason why this character is alive is because he has plot armor and nothing else, not even his skills. Not like like have you put, like a good example? Um, Luke surviving the Death Star. It's he's got a bit of plot armor at the very end there. He should have died. Yeah. Um, but the plot armor is Han Solo coming back, and it works in with the plot. So it's oh. It's a very last moment uh, save from Han Solo swooping in to save the day. That's it. It is plot armor, but it's so subtle and works into the story that it feels natural. I mean, okay, so I could kind of like slightly maybe explain the your plot hole in episode four. 
Because if I remember correctly, during that episode, he was like pretty much like not wanting to help them at all. Like I think he just wanted to leave. If I remember correctly, like he wasn't gonna yeah. he wasn't gonna do it at all. And then like he slowly had this like change of heart where like he kind of liked this place, and that's why he got uh, Cara well, Dune. I, I know, I know. But again, well, again, this, this, the same problem is why didn't you just go get your ship and just park it in the village uh, and then when they showed up lift up and go oh look it's ATSD well oh look there's no ATSD remember every On time that you have a- his ship got damaged though he spent so much time trying to fix it it's probably because he weighed the pros and cons of like bringing his ship into the conflict if he brings his All ship right. into the conflict versus an ATSD and he's also he also has to, he doesn't know what his ST is like a fully functioning like fully repaired like imperial I know, I know. premium ATSD that can do damage to a ship and if he t- takes his only means of escape this planet while he has a very important you know package, package. and then he strands himself there that would be a terrible thing so i can understand from like the risk assessment that bringing your ship into that kind of conflict when you have the potential to defeat it on foot probably outweighs the cons of losing your ship so there is another problem with that statement of being able to defeat it on foot on his ship is an arsenal of weapons I, yeah, I also think that maybe he decided like last minute that he was actually like gonna do this. Well, even even so, like the the, the if, with that point being like if you can get to your ship and get it there in tandem, rather than have to like like you could say, hey, Card Kara uh, Dune, I'll I'll you go to the village, you start training them in how to do okay. combat and stuff like that. I'll bring I'll go to my ship. And I'll be back in time for the for the situation. Oh, Using all your resources there, actually. Yeah. Because even if even if even if you get there before the convict shows up, you can drop off, supply extra weapons, pull your ship away, park it away from the conflict if you don't want to risk it damaged, and then join the fight from there. Again, also but if he problem- supplies his own munitions to them, like what if they're lost damage or whatever? That's more money that he has to spend to recoup his losses on helping these people. He's already lo- he's already losing money on being here. Yeah, but like he would he could he's, he's doing, remember I, if, if he's doing it pretty pro quo. He was he was yeah, but then that so he, he should have then down the loss even more money out of it. Like I understand I mean, that increasing your odds of survival is important, but when I he like again like I feel like that like this is something that like a book could have helped with where a TV show couldn't. There was probably like no, a real risk assessment in his head, like how much money yeah, am I willing to put into this. And, and the, problem, the ship uh, and the, his gear the other, wasn't worth it to him. I know. But the additional problem on top of this, and this is the reason why, like, I bring up the ship and bring up the arsenal, because they're both in tandem with Baby Yoda. Best character of the series. Best uh, thing that Disney's no, ever done. No, he's not. No, he's not. Okay, Confirmed I see, 100%. Um, I, I see, okay, I see your point. I also see the explanations as I'm, like, kind of giving them out. But they again, like, that's just a failure of... A bad of not quite flushing out a the the TV plot, and that's also the failing of that's, TV in general as a medium of portraying no, 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 no. character thought processes. No, 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 that's not thought process here. This is all right. I'm gonna be. I want to stay in this village. I want to increase the odds of my, me, my survival. So I, I either bring my ship, or I, I go to get my, sh- or I go get weapons and supplies out of my ship. Put those on the line. Increase the chances of survival. Or, since I'm trying to protect this child, why don't I just leave? Because I'm a bounty hunter. 
and I don't care. Well, I have. You can. That's the, that's, the thing is, is that that's every chance that he has a chance to not care and just leave people. He doesn't do it. I know, and that's because of and that, like who he is. Like he looks and, like the, the hard bounty hunter, but he's not. And I don't, I don't know if that works because instead of being like, because that was the entire appeal of the show. Remember, uh, the entire first two episodes is him being a bounty hunter. We all, those are the two best episodes in the series, by the way. Yeah, of but him just I think being a the, yeah, but the, the the fact of character growth is is the point of him like of like man, maybe I can't just be a bounty hunter piece of shit for the rest of my life. And like it's also like fighting. It's also like the inner or like his conflict of fighting with his ideals in the his sect of Mandalorians because like you see that like later with the other ones, like where they're like, are you just gonna like not do this? And he's like, no, of course not. Like this is the way I've been. And they're just like, why the fuck would you do that? You kind of get what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 part I, of his I character. I what you're growth. saying, but it it, it doesn't it doesn't work because of the way that the plot is. It, it just again, I want to look after this child. Why do you keep taking him on dangerous missions? And I don't mean like oh he do, he just leaves him. Like the only mission that uh, the only story plot line that he leaves him with someone is with the mechanic on Tatooine on all three occasions that he's on Tatooine because he's on he's been on Tatooine three times now. Um. And that's the only time that he's done it. If his objective is to keep this child safe, why does he keep r taking him to dangerous and horribly, horribly bad uh, decision making? I think it's, again, because, like, he needs to continue, like, working as he goes. Because, like, there are, like, costs of living. Oh, I know that. I, I get that. But And he's also trying to further, I like, his own, like... Objective of like the Mandalorian like presence, I guess, because like that's why they like were hidden is because only one of them goes out. Well, yeah, one at a time. Also, that that's another plot point that needs. To I be also think yeah, that's season that's, one. Holy sh! Like their there, whole there sect is pretty problems. stupid. Their whole sect is, doesn't make any fucking sense. Is really no, not. no. Uh, there, a lot of the Mandalorian stuff doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, Karen Dune, whatever his name is, the Mando, the Mando. Uh. Like, oh my god, there's another really stupid line in season three of Mandalorian, because, I'm sorry, Book of Boba Fett is just Mando season 2.5. I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know anything. Uh, it's not worth it. Don't see it. I mean, I'm going to watch it anyway, so I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, where um, they bring back the sphere, and um, this is a bit of a spoiler. She, he finds the Foundry Master, brings the sphere to her, and he and she's like, spears aren't... Uh, Beskar is not supposed to be used as, uh, as an offensive weapon. And I'm just like, but wait, you don't you make uh, whist whistling, whistling sparrows with them? And I was just like, and I'm like thinking, sitting there, I'm thinking like, then I stopped and I was like, wait. The spear? What? Yeah, this, yeah, from season two? Where he gets it from the um, village when he helps Ahsoka? I think that's uh, another one of those conflicts of like the sect bullshit that they're trying to push. Um, I feel like I don't, no, I don't think they're trying to put this. Uh, the sect is in conflict with itself. No, no, no. I mean, the, the, the that particular like sect I'm using air quotes isn't actually like legitimate. I kind of feel like that's a thing. Just because, like, I, when you look at the established Mandalorian lore, like, I feel like something something's really wrong with the way they do things, and I feel um, like that might be like a plot point later. I don't know. Uh, the way that they're pushing it is um. Oh, 
my god, it's it's really weird. Um, the best way I can put this is that if that is the wrong point, then they have some serious plot issues they need to fix. Um, because guess what? That sect only has three people left in it, and they kick a person out. Yeah, that's pretty fucking dumb. Uh, yeah, no. And I know that they're supposed to be, like, if this is supposed to be, like, a semi-religious thing. Uh, also, the fact that these are Mandalorians, and there's only three left out of a sect that got killed by a bunch of stormtroopers, which just begs questions. Yeah. Um, like, there, there's there's a lot of plot problems. And the Mando has uh, has character problems. And I, I, I'm not exactly the best at explaining because I haven't watched the season one in fucking forever. Yeah, same. Um, same with se- season two. But, like, there, there's a really good example. Uh, like, it's just... <sighs> And that's my problem. It's not that TV can't be good at explaining things that are happening with, like, the thought process. It's, it, the way you show it is through character action and consistency in character action. It does. And I don't think, Mandalor- and I don't think Mandalorian does that. When I, when you, like, do stop and, like, look at it, especially, like, in the, into the lens of, like, previous lore, it definitely looks like the Mandalorian is playing as Mandalorian as a Mandalorian not actually like yeah a Mandalorian uh, but but then at the same time I also think that's just Disney putting on a fucking skin coat and uh. okay so you, you so, think you, you think that's it's not a meta like actual I don't like I plot. really don't but so Josh how was your effect. day today <laughs> sorry yeah we've, we've been rambling about this for too yeah, long sorry. We, we need to so, Josh how was your day what did you play Christ uh, uh oh wow. hold on I gotta focus <laughs> fuck uh <laughs> uh, he's to bring his brain back into the jo- second Josh gear. Has been like uh, Josh has been listening about us rant about video game shows yeah. and TV shows, yeah, and he's right. like, he's like, what the fuck? Why would anyone do this? I'm gonna go back up to play Pokemon, <laughs> and then I just called him out, and now he's like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I'm still Pokemon right now. <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> could be worse. I could have been like Josh. Talk to me about fucking. Uh, Oh, Ben's playing Borderlands 3. Ben, <laughs> what the fuck? I can grind and talk on a playlist at the same time, or podcast. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit, motherfucker, cocksucker. Oh, right. fuck. Yeah. Uh, fucking, anyway. anyway, for the past uh, couple days, uh, I have been just playing more and more Arceus, as I do, because it's Pokemon. And I have it sitting next to me, and I still haven't played it yet. Freaking... You're a monster. <laughs> you should watch our streams. Oh, f- the Adventures of Joe Rogan. Yeah, the Adventures <laughs> of Joe Rogan. I fucking goddamn it! It's, it's gonna ruin me. I swear. I swear to God, it's just one day. Did you name the character Joe Rogan, yeah. or is it a Pokemon named Joe Rogan? No, the character no. is named Joe Rogan. <laughs> It's too good. Yeah, yeah. So once in a while, you just get like, "Hey, Joe Rogan, we should go over this way." And like, for fuck's sake! Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm Joe Rogan. I'm gonna say the end <laughs> yep. That's the joke. Also, oh, we no. constantly make all the fucking. T- <laughs> that's what I do, anyway. It's just like. Joe Rogan, get over here! And they're just we're like, I'm gonna say the N word. <laughs> Oh fuck! Ben, I want you to know I had nothing to do with this, even though I totally did. Although have you had everything, everything to do with that. Although I, I, I have to say, Jeff, the last time we played Arceus over at actually, I play, I played my copy of Arceus because I finished it and I got a lot of stuff unlocked and doing the the end game stuff you're you're doing. I actually got the most shinies on at your house, which is kind of weird. <laughs> 
<laughs> kind of weird because now I play the game at my house and I'm like, I barely see a single sh like not maybe I'll play the game for four days straight and I probably won't see a shiny. But then like I then like out of the blue, I'd be like, oh, I got like a couple hours. I could play some Pokemon. And then like a random Pokemon in the overworld overworld. I could just notice out of the corner of my eye going, oh, that's a, I think that's a different color. Let me get closer to it. Bling, bling. Oh, it's a shiny. Like what? Like the, 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 the randomness that ran, <laughs> the fucking randomness in this game is oh, is always stellar because you can never predict it. Uh, and also, uh, Fucking, you, you gotta be cautious when you're also trying to shiny hunt and then fucking Arceus because they they will run, depending on what type it is and what you're getting. Because uh, like I had I had one one run on me. I, for, I forget what the hell it was. It was I think a cherub or a chit. Those things are always skittish, and I should have been careful. And I was and I was an idiot. So I was like, and also I play on my monitor, and it's hooked up to that. I can hear it a little bit through the monitor, but the, even with the volume cranked to shit, I still can't hear it. So by the time I realized there was a shiny, it disappeared. So I'm like, well, that's gone. Rip. That's gone forever. Rip. <laughs> Total rip. Ripperoni. Yep. Uh, although <laughs> it's funny because. There's a thing at the end of the game called massive, massive outbreaks. And basically it's just the same outbreaks as you've been doing through the beginning of the game. But there's just a thousand of them all over the place and you can pick and choose what outbreaks you want to do. And maybe there's a chance to be a shiny in one of those. And fucking uh, those outbreaks are fun and all. But again, like if you're not careful, you could just be like, I'm going to check out this outbreak. Oh, wait, I think it's a shiny cop. Bye. Bye. I don't want you anyways, I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you just cry yourself asleep. So Josh, Josh has been playing nothing but Pokemon RCS. It's almost like he has a Pokemon problem. It's like, it's like I have a Pokemon um, addiction or something. I don't know. It's, it's like I can quit at any time, I think. Or not. Most likely. <laughs> Most likely. Oh, fuck. I disagree with that, apparently. <laughs> you definitely have a problem. Oh, yeah, totally. I I don't know. It's weird because when I play a game for, you know, just by myself, I usually play something kind of, I guess, kind of grindy in the first place. Like even when back in high school, I played Disgaea and that's that's a grind fest like in itself, because like, again, I'm sure a lot of people know who what Disgaea is, but just to touch on that slightly. It's uh, you can level your characters to 9,999. Uh, you can mm -hmm. grind your items because your items have their own worlds. You can jump into and also gain levels in those worlds and level up your items <laughs> to get them the high uh, up to like, I think a level of 100 or more. And fucking it, there's an infinite like rabbit but a uh, rabbit hole of just endlessly grinding your life away in that game. There is a story to that game, but I, I've always kind of hit like a certain spot in the game, start grinding my life away and then go, oh, I should go back to a story again. Let me let me go back and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's like uh, all those Final Fantasy style games have like that super dumb 99 level grind. And it's just like. Jesus Christ! Oh, it's does 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 this one ha somehow manage to give you a fucking phone? Uh, phone. No. Which, which one? Wait, what? Uh, what were we talking about? 
Because I said, does this because the game gives manages to gives you a fucking phone? Huh? What? I don't know what game you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, what game about. are you talking about? Pokemon Arceus. Oh no, we're talking about the sky, yeah, bro. I'm, oh. I'm touching. I'm touching the sky about the grindiness. Oh, I'm. I'm fucking retarded. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh fuck! Anyway, and now we've got Alan quiet. <laughs> yeah. No, that's okay. I, I, I didn't know what you guys were talking about, so I didn't want to fucking interrupt. Yeah. Oh. So basically, uh, anyway, as for what I like to do, again, I find a game that has grind in it, and I just apparently just do that. I do that to, to the cows come home, apparently, because. Josh has a problem. No, it's more of Good like burn. a meditation almost of like, oh, I can just do this. And do this thing. Yeah, I super, super agree. Like, yeah. good grindy games, you can just sit there, turn your brain off, and just relax. And it's the best thing ever. Exactly. You just feel calm, and you just do the thing. And then you look back at what you did, you're like, yeah. That's probably why I had my addiction to Minecraft for a little bit. Mmm, right. Yep. I look forward to, I look forward to Josh playing Tunic. I look forward to it. Josh playing Tunic is going to be funny. Tunic? Oh, yeah. Well, the funny thing is, Tunic got kind of spoiled, or not spoiled, but there is some secret shit I I know that exists, I think. Who who told you this? (laughs) A lot of people told me, because Giant Bomb, you... uh, I didn't spoil anything! No, here, well, uh, that's the thing, it's like... I have like I know about certain aspects of the game, but it feels like if I went blind, I'll probably be more. Oh, this game's fantastic and be glowing about it. But now I'm like, I kind of know the gist. What do you know the gist? Sorta. I- ben, do you know what Tunic is? I do not know what Tunic is. Tunic, Tunic is Tunic looks like an adorable game. It's so cute. It's so fucking cute. It, it, I would highly recommend Tunic just based on people's like other people's talking about it, basically. It it is the best um it is the best Zelda like game that I've ever played mixed with Dark Souls combat. Hmm. Yeah. Oh and also I think we should probably talk about the gimmick of Tunic, which is the shit that you're collecting in the game. It's its own is the fucking manual for the game. So yeah. but the here's the kicker. You get the pages and you're like what the fuck? Is this a language? Is this a language? It's like you kind of double check that you start reading the pages. You're like, I can't read the words on these pages or in some sort of weird language. And you start looking that through that and start looking into it and start realizing, no, no, it's not like set the French or anything. That's literally you're not supposed to know what you're reading. So it's like, oh, oh. so you just got you basically <laughs> it's like you imported a game from some like Japan or something and you're playing it and you're like, oh, this game's fun, but I don't know what buttons to hit or anything. So you look at the instruction manual and you're just going by the pictures going, OK, I think I could do this. And I think I know what that means. And like, <laughs> what does this game? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. And there's some clever, clever game design in that game that I would say it's like kind of witnessy where it's you could always do this, but you never knew you could. So it's like, oh, that shit's pretty fucking baller. I always enjoy that. It's like you have to you have to be real smart when doing that or else you, you kind of fuck over your own game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's another game like that. What was it? Uh, Toki Tori 2. 
Yeah. I don't know. Are you just saying words now? I'm... <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's literally just saying words. Oh, God. No. Toki Tori 2 is actually really good. It's an adventure game. It's also just kind of like Tunic, but it's a 2D platformer. And it also, like, adds. You play that game, you start realizing what you could do and not do. And then. <laughs> And when you get to, once you finish the game and go back to playing again, you start realizing, oh, wait, I can get to the end of the game from the start of the game. Like, it's one of those like, oh, you play through the whole thing and you know what to do. You can actually do that from the get go. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's insane. But of course, a new player would never know that. So <laughs> I like games when they do that. And Tunic, and Tunic is practically that. Huh. Uh, that is not kind of cool. Yeah, it's... Why are you It's like, and also the style of it, I think it also helps it. Because it's like, oh, it's just Zelda. And you start playing and go, it's a little more, it's more than that. Yeah. It's 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 a game that, like, I really enjoy the combat of, but it's like Dark Souls light combat. There's a roll, you have a block, and that's about it. You have a lock on, and that's about it. That's all you need. You have health potions, which are your Estus flasks, and that's about it. And you gain currency, and there's no leveling up in the game. Oh, that's a little, little lame. RPG you, mechanics are fun, though. You buy items. So when you die, you lose currency. Uh, I think that goes into the game the gameplay aspect of it yeah of the not knowing realizing what you could do and then you once you realize that you're like oh i could oh i could always do this i the oh, i'll tell you man losing like runes in like elden ring is like the most depressing thing ever and i hate losing currency it sucks yeah yeah i i can i can agree with that uh, I mean, I understand, like, it needs, like, that's, like, why, like, Dark Souls games are the thing. But, like, man, I can't tell you how many times, like, I, like, set my keyboard, like, rocketing through the air because I just lost, like, 30k runes in the beginning of the game. Well, you know, it's a lot better than me in my constant battle of dying horribly. In Elden Ring. I mean, I've done horribly in Elden Ring too. Although, although once I figured out that upgrading your weapons is like <laughs> the key, it made everything way easier. And now I'm just like, all right, I finally understand. Just, just do more damage. I finally beat Marguerite. Nice. I beat Marguerite by myself. You did it. Yay. You, there was no help. Elden, Alan did not help me. You didn't summon the uh, NPC summoner? I did summon the NPC. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I mean, even even that is like fine. Like, I think I did it. I did it with one NPC summon and another, and then I killed it. But I mean, like, it increases the health when you summon more people, so it technically makes it harder. I summoned the NPC, and then I also summoned um, Jellyfish. Oh, I mean, the those don't those don't matter yeah. Yeah. because they're. Uh, they're what they're ashes. Yeah, they're ashes. They're, they're they're like a game mechanic. They're they're not. 
They're not. I wouldn't. I, even if you use someone, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Summon, summon people, play multiplayer. Who the fuck cares, man? Do you? Yeah. So uh, I got a bit of a laugh. Apparently, somebody was cheating for pair uh, for using pair, uh, shield pairing. Uh, <laughs> I parried like, him like the three dude, times. The dude invaded. The dude invaded. Uh, invaded. Uh, he came to a rescue of guy who got invaded. Showed up. He had two daggers out. He fucking parried the dude on like a like a fucking. Um, a weapon art and just fucking gutted him with a knife and killed him as a result and it just like the response he got was just like holy shit that's cheating I'm like that's a mechanic that's a mechanic that requires a lot of skill to do too yeah what the fuck it's better than it's better than fucking bleed though. Oh my god. I mean, bleed in PvP is like whatever. I mean, like I, I mean, no, bleed, bleed PvE. I'm PvE. I mean, is whatever. Yeah. But like in PvP, it's like yeah, it's frustrating. But like, uh, I'm used to it because like I've played the other Dark Souls games. Like yeah, like because of Seppuku and like a couple other like augments, you can really stack bleed really fast. But I mean, oh, god. I'm just used to it. It just doesn't bother yeah. me anymore. There's um, there like I actually do think that bleed is a bit too powerful right now. I, I mean, how do you even proc bleed? You have to continuously hit somebody and build up the bleed bar, and then it just yeah. does a chunk of damage right away. It, I mean, uh, it does a percentile, uh, uh, a constant percentile of. But of, does it uh, require a specific weapon? Yeah, specific uh, no, it weapons. Requ bleed. It requires. Specific weapons or, or uh, the infusion. If you give your uh, or the infusion, which is a bleed infusion. But the thing that makes it even worse is if you have a high arcane stat, which helps you with um, bleed. Because mm -hmm. bleed is tied to arcane, and it's holy shit. Dude, yeah, well, oh, arcane was bleed? until recently, so. Um, uh, the thing that the, the thing that I've seen as I've literally seen someone. To hit a person, fucking bleed them, and then uh, hit them one more time and kill them. It was just like, yo, that's grossly overpowered. I'm just uh, wondering. Again, does I also, I also don't think bleach. I don't think bleach cut through fucking shields or anything like that. So I think, uh, personally, bleach shouldn't be, um. Right up front damage, it should be damage over time. Like that's I feel like that when you hear bleed, that's what you think. You think damage over time. You don't think upfront burst damage. Yeah. I think when you build the bar, it should be like poison. But then again, I feel like if they put too many poison like things in the game, I can understand how that'd be frustrating. Because like have, Scarlet Rot and poison stacking is pretty obnoxious as it is. Oh yeah. Um, what I think the problem for bleed is, I have no problem with it being just a boof. There's the damage. Um, I think it. I think the amount of damage it needs to be nerfed back a bit. Well, the thing um, is, they nerf and the damage back, it won't be viable for PVE anymore. Um, I think that might be a good thing because, um, I've literally watched people like fucking ten second bosses with fucking bleed. So what? Ten seconding bosses with sorceries, okay then? Um, I've seen that as well, but at the same time, I'm, I don't like that either. I just like, I, I feel like bosses need three things. I think some things need to be, uh, mind you, I've, the only sorceries things I've seen, uh, bo being bossed in 10 seconds was pre nerf for the sorceries. They still can do um, it with the, uh, I know I, I've, I've, I, w I wouldn't be surprised. It's just the um, only thing they nerfed about it was they nerfed how long the infinite FP is. 
Yeah, okay, that makes sense, yeah. Um, but the um, one thing that I've got to... Uh, but, like, it's, like... I think he, I think late game bosses need more HP, and I think I don't know. Like it, it, I think it's a little. I, I, can't, I can't exactly the best way to put it into um, um, proper words. Maybe. Um, I but it just feels like bleed is just really strong. Like even with me doing a strength faith build, so I had forty uh, forty vite, forty endurance, forty strength, and forty faith. Um. Or well, that's because the uh, the caps are higher now. You're like way below the cap. The cap for face oh, and shit is like sixty now. They are they're all sixty. Yeah. Um, but the problem was, um, I got to a point where I was just like, I don't want to fight this boss anymore. Went bot level up a weapon that had bleed on it. Fucking just fucking walked in. Whap 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 bleed bleed whap 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 bleed. And I just walked through a boss that I, sh that I was actually struggling with. But that's because bleed just does flat damage versus the other things. I, I mean, know. like if you if you if this, and then, I think that's because you're doing like quality builds. Like I think quality builds are just weaker. You have to invest harder into your secondary stat to scale your damage in, in Elden Ring versus the other games where like you didn't have to invest in the scaling as hard. Where this one, oh, yeah. the scaling is so much more important. And yeah. I think that's where you've made your mistakes with your with your character build is that you went for a quality build instead of a focused build. And I think focus builds are stronger because I've seen people three shot bosses with faith. I've seen people one tap bosses with sorceries like bleed is just I don't think bleed is any worse than any of the other things. It's just bleed is much I'm more prominent because it's so much easier and with less I'm investment. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if that might be the problem, is the boss is just being too easy to kill right now. Because other than Radon, uh, other than Radon, which everybody actually struggled with for a long time, until, until they, they nerfed they him nerfed recently. Him. Uh, they rebuffed him. Um, oh, did God. they rebuff him again? Yeah, they rebuffed him. He's not... He's, uh, they, they went in between. They went too far. So it was down to, like... I think they did the numbers, and it was like they did like a sixty percent nerf, and they went to a thirty percent nerf instead, or something like that. Yeah, that that feels a bit more purple because Radon was fucking ridiculous. Even I fought him at I think level seventy, and I still I still almost fucking died multiple times. Yeah, the only I and I, and I struggled pretty hard on Morgan and Godric, but then I absolutely roasted the mage bitch in like two tries. Yeah. No, she's she's not hard, but I don't want her to be hard. I want her to be not a super hard boss. I want her to be a boss that you should be uh, surprised that there's a second stage to, um, which she is. She's, uh, she's supposed to be the first boss that you're supposed to fight that has the second stage. Gotrick oh, is two stages. No, Gotrick isn't two stages where she has two, uh, he has two health bars. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because Morgoth has... Two state uh, doesn't uh, they have two phases worse compared to two stages and that's the difference is um, a really good example um, end game uh, end game boss is a two stage boss um, with with each boss each uh, each stage having multiple phases and it's actually really well done um, although I don't like the very final boss um, as much as I like the second last boss when you get to say what do you get this no I know I'm not I'm not that's why I'm not saying thing uh, like I'm just being like oh this boss is this and has this but I'm not describing exactly what these bosses are. Okay. I'm just, uh, I'm trying to avoid like saying specific things. Um, I will say though that, um, who, what boss, what's the last boss you fought? Major? 
Yeah, let's say Mage Boss. The Mage. <coughs> the Mage Boss? I've, I've only done two. Oh, um, you'll like Radon when you go fight him. I'm Although, trying I think to make sure that I don't I, fuck up quests. So, like, I'm kind of doing that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no. That, that's a smart thing to do. I kind of fucked up a little bit of... Um, I'm pretty sure I'm probably um, fucking... I started Ronnie's quest, like... Yes, I almost, I fucked up Ronnie's quest by accident. Ah. Because I went to... I, w I went into Khalid. Uh, Khalid and, um... Khalid, sorry. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, I, I started that. That's... I literally hopped, jumped over <laughs> Ronnie's quest start by accident. I went into, um, uh... Khalid too, but I didn't kill much there. I only did... I did the magma worm for Potboy, and that's pretty much the only thing that I did there. And I got like the mage stuff because I was playing a mage at a time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you haven't you haven't accidentally triggered the next stage of Ronnie's quest. Well, yet. I'm, I've started her um, quest, so it's fine. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, if you've gone to Kelly before, you've gone to Ray Lucario and the um, Carrion Manor. Um, you may have accidentally uh, triggered it. But I know if since you only have gone to the magma worm, it in seems that area, fine so far. Yeah, no, you know you because you haven't been to a certain area that actually kicks that uh, that quest line further forward. Like if if you go to that a certain spot, it actually skips Ronnie's introduction, um, and a set of other characters' introductions, and it actually ruins like four quests. Uh, it skips a bunch of quest lines so that they have no connection. Uh... So you, uh, yeah. So you've done. So you have, as long as you've met Ronnie and you got to meet uh, what Blythe, Blythe was there. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're then you're fine. You've, your quest line is still your quest line is still fine. Yeah, because I'm being sure that I you know got him down and talked to him and did all that bullshit. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, you'll like. Um, oh God, do you want one spoiler? No. Um. Okay, I can't. <laughs> You're not. You're, you're. It's not a big spoiler. It's more of a. This is a thing that's gonna happen, and it's gonna be kind of annoying. I see. Um. Hey. So you know that magma worm? Yeah. I know. There's a problem. I think there's another one. There's four more. Oh my god. Three of which don't count as bosses. They're just in the overworld. I hate when they do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, th that's actually a constant problem later in the game. Is you just see a lot of bosses start to yeah, like the stupid pumpkin heads. Well, the pumpkin heads I have no problem with because like they're introduced in a cave, but then they're built out to be um, like just kind of like common enemies, and they're not super hard later on. They never they don't gain too much more health. That's true. They're not too difficult. Like especially when you fight with the one in Castle Moor, and he's like, you since you've already fought the one in the Crossroads, it's not too difficult. It's like oh, look at that! I beat him. I'm done. I'm going to move on. Mm -hmm. Whereas, and that's the thing is, um, that, that's the thing. Is, that's more of my problem is, um, certain, uh, certain bosses that shouldn't be repeated do get repeated. Um, and there are some that really shouldn't be getting repeated. You'll, you'll find out later on when you get to, when you fight certain bosses and then you run into them again and you'll be like, you are part to important to a certain thing. Why am I fighting you again? And you're in a less impressive battle arena too. There's a couple of them that are like that. Um, I will say though that the game, um, we weren't talking about fucking Elden Ring, but now we are. Um, actually, I can talk about a game I played. Oh my god, you played the game. 
I played a game for a bit this week. I've only got five hours on it, and I'm about uh, two. I'm just over halfway done the campaign, so yeah. yay. Um, I'm playing Tiberium War, uh, Command Conquer Three Tiberium Wars. Damn, that's a throwback. Yeah. Well, I, I also I've also been playing fucking Command and Conquer Tiberium Sun, so number two. Mm, that's the um, good one. So I've been. Uh, mm, it's got the fucking Titan in it. Oh yeah. Oh, Fuck, did you guys I... uh, get to play the Gundam test? Shit? No, no, no. No, I, I haven't. missed it. I'm so mad. You didn't get in? No, I didn't no. get in. Wow. I signed up like right away and I got in. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> It's fun. It's it's Damn. like uh, it's like Overwatch on fucking steroids. Uh, but like that makes sense. So it's like um, they they've gone with the philosophy of if everything's OP, nothing's OP. Um, oh, the best of philosophy. So, Josh, like, how do you feel about Gundam? It big big ships go shoot. It's, okay. Um, so like, the they've taken obvious rips from Overwatch. Like the sniper one has Widow's Ultimate and has sniper rifle, right? Um, and there's obviously like the Brigida uh, one that like has like a little healing globe and a shield and a you know kind of a not amazing gun and that kind of stuff. But uh. Like the thing though with the like the sniper one is like you know Widowmaker has to build up to do her like one shot headshot thing. Um, you can just one shot headshot Gundams with the sniper with no build up, build up at all. So you just like quick scope, boom, you're dead. So uh, that seems to be like kind of like a running theme. Like oh. Barbados literally two shots you, and there's literally nothing you can do about it because he stuns you, and then he just kills you, and then you just you're just back that in sound broken. But that, uh, I, I I I'm actually I was on Reddit today and I was looking on the Gundam thread, and all I just saw was uh, Zaku two pilots, and it's fucking Barbados choking and trying to punch the Zaku two. <laughs> I was like, what? Is this related to the game? Is this a fucking... That's how I learned about the fucking beta and I realized that I hadn't gotten in. It's definitely... I was just... Okay, so the thing that sucks, though, is the base gun and the base Zaku 2s, they're, like, yeah. the worst things in the game. Zaku yep. 2's ultimate is so fucking bad. It's literally just a dash and a slash with the with the heat axe. But Gundam's... Gundam's ultimate is basically D.Va. Oh, it just explode? Yeah, he just throws a giant canister out and it explodes and does massive fucking damage like Divas does. Yeah. Uh, you can destroy it if you're quick enough, but it has quite a bit of health, so it's kind of hard to like to deal with right away. Plus it like so bounces. So 78-2s. It throws a fucking grenade. A giant canister grenade, yes. That doesn't seem anything in the games any or the show anywhere. Um Barbados, yeah, Barbados is melee only, and he has like a s couple smashes that are like really good. Yeah, because uh, Barbados is best. There's one. There's okay. The one of the two unlockable ones. One of them is basically Genji, which is uh, a Gundam with like a sword or whatever. He has throwing knives and dashes and Genji like Uber mode, blade uh, mode, power up. Also, uh, it's someone with an E. Um, 
and then the other one is like uh, one of like the the evil looking dude ones, uh, and it's Roadhog with a sniper rifle. Uh, and his ultimate just stuns you. Like he throws out like a thing, and it just stuns you, and it's just like, ha, Roadhog, get fucked. And then his melee is like a shotgun blast, or like it's it's just like his melee move where he like pulls out like the sword and does like a a blast in front of him and it knocks you back and does like massive damage. It's weird. It's a weird game. It's a really weird game. Um, there's Dom, the GM sniper. Uh, fuck, ah, uh, the GM sniper must be the one that just fucking yes. Jesus Christ, G the of GM two sniper two. just fucks your day. Uh, although not every map is super is is great for it, I'll say that. Uh, there's some maps that are really tight, and some maps that are really open. The maps that are open on it does pretty well on, but the maps that are small on obviously it doesn't do very good. I think what I would prefer for a game like this is something more like um, traditional Battlefield. Um, yeah, I think where you're the, you're just grunts, and you have your list of type of grunt mechs and stuff like that. And then you go forward from there. I think, uh, God, what was the one? It was like Battletech or something where you could like make your own and like customize parts and stuff and like pick your weapons and such. Um, I feel like something like that would have been a much better decision than uh, what we got. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you, I, can I understand from like a balancing standpoint, but like, man, the bounce all over the place. Like, there's a shotgun one that's like. He can't kill anybody, like, reliably. Like, I really like it because, like, of what it is. Like, it's a uh, – he has a throwing knife that he can, like, dash to. He can dash to players and, like, your your allies. And then um, he has a shotgun. He has a shield. He has, like, a pretty, pretty good chunk of health. But the shotgun takes four or five shots to kill somebody. So you're shooting somebody four or five times in point blank range and just to kill them when like I could play uh, the guy with the rocket launcher and two shot somebody. And it's like, shouldn't the shotgun also two shot people at point blank? You'd fi but it you'd just figured, but does it. And it's really weird. I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like it's definitely really rough, and I think it needs some help. Um, yeah. Just the balancing is just a little awkward. I, I think that what should be going on is that um, the again, I, I this is the reason why I lean back on Battletech, uh, not Battletech, um, Battlefield is you do grunt lineups where you have a list of you have a type of number of roles. So assault, um, assault support. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of the best way to put this. Scout and like spec one or two ops. other classes, like command and command, usually one spec of the ops, ones. let's say. Um, and th that way you have your five classes. And support can be direct fire, indirect fire, and you do Gundams like that, or mechs like that. And then you have your salt, which is just your standard, like your gyms, your Zakus, your... Um, Dogels and stuff like that. Your special, your special ops, your commands are like custom units that are like it's a Zaku 2C. That's your mech that you're using, and then you just give them access to uh, very similar weapons across the board. With certain mechs being like support is just the gun tank for the Federation. It, it's yeah, it's a direct fire support weapon. The gun tank is in the game. 
I know. I, I, it's actually the reason, one of the reasons why I want to get this game is because one of my favorite mechs, the gun tank, along with the Zaku, are in this game. But the problem is, I like I like grunt mechs more than I like a lot of Gundams. <laughs> yeah, Zaku 2 is really bad, I think. I've seen people yeah. play it and do good with it. I don't like it personally. I think if you try hard enough, you definitely could work it. But not me. I, I'm not willing to put that kind of effort in. Um, I the one of the mechs that I want to see is the uh, is the goof. I don't know that one. Uh, I will get you. I'm gonna get you a really cool fight scene. Also, one of the problems I do have with the game, it's super fucking fast. It's literally like double the speed of um, Overwatch. Like it's so fucking fast. Yeah, that makes sense, but. Um, uh, that's the scene, and the goof is the one that's uh, that's blue there, and it's actually a really cool mech. Um, but the problem is that um, I think what one of the big big problems for the game is just how fucking broad and how many mechs there are, and like they've got they've got two grunt mechs already. They've got two grunt mechs. They've got the GM sniper, and they've got or the gym sniper, and they've got the Zaku too. And they also have the GM support one as well. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And the, I think they've also got one of the other ones, which is the Dogel. Dogel? Dongle? Oh, let me look it up. My favorite one is is Dom something. I don't know what... Uh... Uh, yeah, that's another, that's another grunt mech, but it's... Is it actually? Kind of. Yeah. Um, they go from being like special, like a specialist unit mech that you see early in the show to just being kind of like a common grunt in the background. Is that why there's three of them and they're like a uh, little, whatchamacallit, the, like yes, the, the when, victory when, screen? When they do their seed, they, yeah, that is, that is the three first pilots. They're the black stars. That's the entire point of that, that cutscene. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so I just, I didn't get the reference. Yeah. Oh, Pale Rider is really good too. Yeah. Uh, Pale Rider I, is a... It's a prototype, so it's it's a, technically a prototype. It's weird. You have the GM, you have the uh, the gym as well. Oh yeah, it's uh. I'm trying to find it. Zabi, Z is S A Z A B I. That's the one with the shotgun. Um, that is yeah, really strange. I watched the first. I watched the first games of that, and that mech was just fucking broken. Uh, it's not as good as you think it is. No, I'm no. I mean, like in uh, in the initial releases of the videos and stuff like that, that thing was just one shotting everything. Oh, uh, I guess they must have yeah. pre pre nerfed it because the shotgun takes like four four shots to kill. I think I think what they want you to do is they want you to combo with the knife, and I think that's what it is because the knife does a fuck ton of upfront damage. So I think they want you to do yeah. this like weird weave in and out thing, but it's not really like as suited to it yet i think it just needs a little, a little more like buff uh yeah. i think i think what we're gonna have to wait and see though is just what they're gonna what other mechs they're gonna do introduce what they're gonna do with the game and how it's gonna develop i still uh, again I, I still lean on fucking do battlefield style yeah support also seems fairly weak in my opinion because like healing because the damage is so high healing anything is like pointless yeah uh, especially like when like you get two shot by certain things like uh the gundam exia which is the sword one he can one shot you in like 0. 0.2 seconds he's like an assassin kind of thing he only has 800 hp jesus christ i don't know him and barbados like kind of crazy like as a melee ones because like they can be really good like i just want barbados that literally was like just soloing our team and it was just impossible to regroup but like bad Barbados is like having a bad Genji on your team. 
Yeah, that's yeah. Gun Tank also can but, carry like a motherfucker. Don't sleep on Gun Tank. Yeah, Don't I can believe that. Don't sleep on Gun Tank. Gun Tank best. Yeah, he's really good. Like, he can't headshot, but oh man, can he fuck your shit? It's almost like having 155 millimeter cannons on your shoulders is fucking mean. It's not even. But uh, uh, whatever. They're strong, but they're not like. His super is what makes him like stu- stupid amazing. Because it's like, um. It's like a guided, uh, like airplane that explodes and one shots you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw. I saw. That's broken, and that shouldn't be a thing because that's the pilot doing that. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. Uh, I also like uh, Ashimar. You can, like, transform into a plane and fly around and has a uh, fire grenade. It's really cool. But, uh, you know, Doom Trooper or Dom Trooper. Yeah, that's my jam. I got a 26 kill streak with him. It's really fun. Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I just, uh, I really actually do want to see what the fucking game's like, but I missed it. Um, I missed the sign up opportunity. It's, I think today's the last day, actually. Well, now, yeah, I'm, now I'm not gonna join, uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to bother drawing at this point. I'll wait till the next time. Yeah, same here. It's probably going to be a free to play game because they have a battle pass and all that shit in there, and it looks like they're going to do oh. currency. In order to unlock oh. uh, the the Gundam, oh so God, I think man. what's going to happen is that uh, you're going to oh. play regular games, earn currency, and then unlock Gundams afterwards. So you're probably going to be stuck with Zatu and the regular Gundam for like quite a while, and oh, Power Rider, sense. and then you're going to then be able to buy like uh, the other ones, the more other characters. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that, but I guess I'll have to wait and see. Although, when the, the test started, we had everybody except Exia and Marasai, you see? Oh, the, yeah, yeah the, the bottom one. Yeah, okay, I know what you mean. So, no. I think maybe what they'll do is they'll leave just those two unlockable and give you, like, a suite of, like, base ones. So, as they add more, you have to unlock them. So, it kind of gives you, like, an incentive to actually, like, have currency or whatever. Yeah, and that makes it like well, the newer, more complicated ones won't trick new players. Yeah, but we'll see. Okay, but we'll see, I guess. Yeah. So it sounds like fun. It's not a bad game. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else anyone wants to talk about? I think that was the only thing I really um, brought to the table was that game because that's the newest thing that I played besides Needy Streamer Overlord I've, Overload. All I played this week is Tiberium Wars and Tiberium Sun. Mm. Uh, I won't be ever. I won't ever touch Tiberium Four. Fuck that game. That game fucking ruined a franchise. Is that the last one that they made before they stopped making them? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that and one was garbage. terrible. It's the one that killed Commander Conquer. You know, I really wish. E- um, God, what was that game series called? Uh, there was an RTS. Uh, squad style Command and Conquer game that was like World War Two Company of Heroes. I wish that fucking stayed. No, was it? Is that the one I'm thinking of? Company of Heroes has got another game coming. So do they actually? Yeah, they're yes. gonna make a new game. And it's Company of Heroes three. They already have Company of Heroes two. Yeah, because I remember playing two. I think this is the one that's the uh, the RTS, right? 
Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one. I really love this game. I think this game is really interesting because instead of like Zerg units and like StarCraft or like you get a ton of units, you get more specialized units. And like, yeah. Micro is so much more encouraged And I thought it was really cool from that standpoint Like I'm fucking awful at this game I am so bad at this game But man is it just like So much fun to play like pulling out tanks And like actually using Like actual strategy Tank duels are fucking horrifying when they're done right. Yeah, dude, it's... you'll see it. You, you'll have a sh- you'll, like, like I, I remember. I actually, okay, so I played British back when Call of Duty One was out, when British came out, and I fucking rolled up on a road with a fucking Cromwell and a Churchill, and I'm like, all right, this shouldn't be too hard. Um, I've got my, I've got his infantry tied down here. I'm bringing my my tank this way. He brought his tank that way as well. His was a tiger. I was like. Oh shit! Hard turned the Cromwell, uh, moved up the uh, the Churchill, and all we did was just shoot each other and ping off each other. And all my Cromwell did was just go fucking skirting around and get behind him. I'm just like, hi, I have a Cromwell behind you now. And he fucking panicked, and it was fucking great. Like, it, like, cause like, if you do if you do the fight so well, cause like, good strategy is actually like really really important. Yeah. Oh, like again, I, I but there's no good strategy games anymore that allow you to fucking do that mm-hmm. that's one of the things why i wish that got like a little more popular because like if, if it got a little more mainstream it, the problem was it was fighting a lot of uh other games that were just or other rts's that were like just as good like star i think starcraft 2 was out around that time or Starcraft, yeah it's three two two deciduous one i don't remember there's one of them doesn't matter all that i know is is that it had a lot of competition and it couldn't and it couldn't hang um, Company Heroes One came out in 2006. It didn't have any good competition at the time. Yeah, it was fine then, fucking, but it was so niche, is what it was. Um, it, it well, yeah, but at the same time, it rocked all the competition. Then you had Dawn of War Two, which is the next game that came out after uh, related to by that company. Um, from there you had Company Heroes Two, and Company Heroes Two came out in a bit of a bad spot. Um. It had a horribly rough launch, and it had a horrible um, following season because you had to buy stuff for the game yeah. to play online, and it kind of. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, coming to Heroes Two but, with their their microtransactions was not uh, the greatest. Yeah, and then you have um, now we have we're looking at Company Heroes Three, uh, and so I far they learned it looks their mistakes good. from their mistakes. Um, but right now it looks like they're going a little bit woke. Oh, that's not good. Um, That's never fun. So they're making us fight Germans again. And I'm like, all right, fine. But we're fighting in Italy. And I'm like, you know what would have been really cool? Fighting the Italian legions. That would have been really cool. And hey, you know what would also be really cool? Not actually having mixed race units in the army. And they... It oh because mm, uh, that was the thing that made Company Heroes one and two so like so prideful about them, is they were like they went out of their way to make sure that they were as historically accurate as possible for weapons, vehicles, sounds, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So like they're like the idea of the penal like the penal blocking battalions, they weren't just like, oh you're you're you were uh, sent forward without a weapon and you were shot if you retreated. No, they were like no you're you're sent to this position to. Ta- uh, to hold the line until ordered to retreat or otherwise in 
response to specific situations. So if you attack a position and it turns out there's a lot more Germans there than you thought you were allowed to fall back. You were supposed to be like responsible, but it was, had to be in a responsible way. If you engaged in something and you felt you couldn't win, you couldn't retreat based on just that feeling. You had to call up in command and go, hey, there's the, here's the reasons why I want to pull back. Here's the, here's the situation that's going on. I don't think we can win. All right, we're not wasting troops here. Pull back. And that actually happens. Um, but at the same time, they don't shy away from the fact that the fucking Russians fucked over the Polish um, partisans. They don't... They show what the Russians did to a couple of towns in Germany with them just fucking going around them, leaving a fucking blocking force there and just carrying on. It's... Uh, it's the reason why I'm so worried because the Americans didn't have mixed race units. It's because like, of... Uh, I hate to say it, you know, it's just the way uh, the fucking current landscape of how we treat history. It's 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 the problem of we don't we don't want to actually show the atrocities of history anymore, and that's it's really it's like it's it's the age old adage of if you don't understand history, you're doomed to repeat it, and we're we're yep. we're hitting that point. Yep. Um. Which is which is the thing. Um. Which is really funny because. Um. I wouldn't care if, because like a good, really good example. This is how racially separate, and this is a bit of a history tidbit for you, Josh, and you, um, Jeff. You want to know how racially segregated units were? No. Italians didn't serve with Irishmen. Irishmen didn't serve with Britishmen. Britishmen didn't serve with African Americans. African Americans didn't serve with Asians. That's how racially segregated the U.S. military was during World War II. Like, if you came from New York and you were Irish, you were put in a unit with Irish men from the eastern sea, uh, from the eastern seaboard. If you were from, uh, they, they tried to keep you as separate as possible. And if they couldn't, because of the certain units, like a good example, the airborne units, because of how selective the process was for um, training and recruitment, they couldn't really exactly prevent that. But they would be going. So we're going to make keep as much as the obvious mixing being, you know, black, Asian, white, Indian. They try to keep those guys separated from the airborns. Well, they probably and definitely kept any Asians separate just because of the whole um, they were very Japanese racist back then. Yeah, it was racist. It was racist against all the Asians at that point because you couldn't tell who was Japanese just by looking at them. Yeah. Remember, um, there's a fairly famous picture of a Chinese factory worker that literally has like a sign like stapled to his fucking shirt that says, I am Chinese. Do not arrest me. Yep. Yeah, I know. I've seen that picture. Yeah. Um. You also had things like the Vietnamese and stuff like that too, um, and, that, and that's the that's the really cool thing is like, again, you didn't cool. even see. Uh, it, it is well, it is cool. It, it's actually like it, it's a cool thing to look at history and go, wow, that happened. True. And then just actually understand why it happened. It, like a good example with the non-mixing of, like Irish, Italian. German members of society, mind you, the Germans were sprinkled into the other units because, like, we don't trust you all in one on one place. Um, I wonder why. Um, but like, with what they're doing with Metal uh, Company Heroes Three, is the Americans have black men intermixed with their white men, and I'm just like, that's that's that. that mm. Can't <laughs> like, say that would have happened. Uh, that that it, it did it. it. We know it did it. <laughs> um, 
like we know of i think two black combat units in western europe i think i think that's the number whereas in the pacific i think there was one yeah because most of them were since were around the northern african front right yep uh most of them were deployed in 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 in, in italy and north africa um, in the Pacific, they were mostly uh, deployed a part of the Navy. Um, so they were mostly um, Navy Navy personnel. Um, and, of course, there were the Tuskegee Airmen, the one of the most famous uh, air units in the U.S. Air Force at the time. So, hmm. um, But that's because I actually pay attention to history and enjoy it. So... Yeah, yeah here we are we're having a history lesson in our podcast, gaming podcast. Yeah. So anyways, I think that that's the end of the show, right? I think so. Yeah, we probably put everybody to sleep, so. Yeah, yep. thank yeah. you everyone for listening to the Black Man Guys podcast. I'm sorry, Josh, you didn't speak a lot this episode. I mean, that's every episode. We love you anyway, Josh. <laughs> no, that's not, <laughs> sure. that's not every episode. Usually whenever Josh talks about Magic the Gathering, the opposite happens. Yeah, sure. There are, like, hour-long clips of you guys talking about Magic. Oh, oh, I got spoiled for the new Magic stuff that's coming no, out, but no, we're not going to talk no, about no, this week. No, yeah. no, 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 <laughs> Next no. week. Let me, okay, I'm, no, I'm going to quickly describe the new set. You're going to Chicago. You're going to like it, if, whether you, you're going to enjoy yep. that. <laughs> oh, I know. All right. So, anyways, right. thank you everyone for listening to Black Mind Games podcast. You can listen to us every Thursday on Black Mind Games the Pod Game. You can also subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app of choice. Have a good night. Bye. Like legit. Let's sink and start with said like not a, not ten seconds before you. You, you missed me talking about the crazy fucking redhead at my job. I was Again, literally this... exactly on my time prediction to to Jeff. If you, if you look if you look at the chat, I said five to eight minutes, and it was literally eight minutes. Uh, that wasn't me. <laughs> that was to me. Oh, sorry, to Josh. Jace. Yeah. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. The fact that I even remember your name, Josh, you should be like pretty proud of that <laughs> because I'm pretty terrible at it. Oh, I'm usually hold, pretty hold terrible at that too. I'm so I'm sometimes looking at your name going, I'm pretty sure that's Ben, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I just go, Iron Yeah, yeah, that's Ben. I have yeah, notes in my uh Steam friends of who everybody is, because I keep forgetting. Yeah, you can put nicknames on top of them, so you'd be like, Oh yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, that's what I do. I have the nicknames of all, all of them on the Steam friends list of what their actual name is, so I don't forget. Yeah, yeah. Fucking. Although there's a few Steam names in my list that I'm pretty sure I just shotgun invited because Steam had those achievements forever ago. Hmm. 
I think it was for like that. Well, now I have steam. to mute. I'll mute my mic a bunch so I can eat my dinner. Oh no, that's fine. Ben, did you like the podcast image uh, for yesterday or last week? I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, I hate Will Wheaton, so I think he's a hypocritical I mean, just... piece of shit. Dude, if I ever met him in real life and he started talking to me, I'd be like, "Shut up, Will," and I'd walk away just because I know he fucking hates it. <laughs> no, 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 shut no, up, no, Wesley. No. No, oh, no, no, no. What you do is you say, fuck off, Will, shut and then you walk Wesley. away. No, no, no. You, you have to do the shut up, Wesley, because he hates that. Because he hates being known that he was Wesley Crusher on Star Trek. One, one of the worst characters in Star Trek. Well, no, he isn't even one of the worst characters anymore. He's actually like a gold standard now. Yeah, that's, that's actually sad. sad. That's sad that yeah, he's, a, he's sad. a better character than half the new characters in the new Star Trek. No, 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 no. Not half all the new characters in the new Star Treks. He's better than Picard now. You're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. You, you're right. The more I watch the Red Letter Media shit on that stuff, the more I'm like, fuck, how, who's watching this shit? Like, other than these two reviewers that review shit. Like, fuck from me. What, from what I understand, nobody's watching it, and I. Uh, but they've already got three seasons. Pre- uh, they already paid for, I think, three seasons. <laughs> they did that yeah. with, um... Uh, they did the it with CW Halo. Batgirl or Batwoman. They like yeah. greenlit three seasons, and then Ruby Rose left out the second season. They're like, uh, fuck, after, what do we after do? After the first season, after the first season. Oh yeah, that's right. And then the black actor actress took over, and then she left after her season. No, she <laughs> stayed for two seasons because this is gonna be season did three. She, She's still she... there. Oh, okay. I thought she left at the end of season two. No, that's... it was one of the other lower actors. Um, not lower actors. Um. Fuck, what's his name? The guy that played Ruby Rose's father left after the first season as well. Or the second season, I think, actually. No, he left after the, he left after the second season. I know that for sure. Yeah, okay. Because he was there for the second season. But apparently, like, you could tell... you could. I, I watched somebody who, uh, like, they watched... I watched them go through, like, the, the, the first and second season. And all they're doing is just commenting on the video and, like, being like, how fucking stupid is this shit? And talking about, like, how dumb everything is. And legit, they're, they looked at him and they're like, he's drinking on set. They're like, it was straight up, like, he, like, he does not... He Every scene he was in, he's he looked like he was... He was, he was just not there. That's, I feel, that's, oh my god, CW got way too big for its britches with fucking that that show. Yeah, the Flash, the Flash literally blew smoke up their asses and then he ruined it. Yeah. Oh, and Arrow, of course, the whole Arrowverse thing. They they had a great thing, it was going good, and then they just they they just stretched it way too long. No, yeah, well that's the problem. A lot of shows don't want to like don't know understand how to fucking end anymore. So let's let's sync and then we can talk about Halo. Oh, I haven't seen the show, so I don't know anything. All I know is that it's an don't, incredible disappointment. Don't, don't. It's 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 um. The only way I knew given, about Batwoman was because of uh, Heel versus Babyface and Thor. Oh Thor yeah. Unlimited. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. I I also yeah, too that. watch Friday Night Tights. Friday night tights. Friday night tights. Friday night tights. Anyway, do the sink. Sink in three, two, one.